0: Welcome to Navigate Session 7, Unblock. As we take this journey of self-leadership, we get momentum. Applying everything we've learned in parts one through six, the momentum keeps going. Something will happen, though, that will cause us to come to a place as leaders where we might say something like, it's not fun anymore. It's not like it used to be. Some of the joy, some of the play is lost and all work and no play makes jack a dull boy (laughs) if there's not a way that you can connect this to a sense of joy and play not that it's all play i get it we're gonna we're gonna be in a place sometimes that we're focused and gutting it out but if that's the mode that we stay in then we lose our creative capacity what is our mission that would start to feel like, uh, that was a place of joy starts to feel like a ball and chain. And then neurologically, we're not getting the dopamine we need to keep getting to the next edge of who we can become. So again, everybody stops somewhere, but if we're going to be the kind of leaders who navigate, who lead ourselves first, we don't want to stop here. So there is a gift that is going to show up, but it is not going to feel like a gift that is going to keep you growing after you're in the car and you notice you're more than your thoughts and your feelings and your experiences. There's a me there that's more than that. And, and the proving and hiding the antenna helps me recognize the insecurities. I start to notice what I really want, my daydreams. I take action on those. I capture a visual of who I can become through building ritual. I let the trouble I have in relationships wake me up to who I can become, that the stranger that is in the car is actually me. Then I start to realize I don't have to drive looking to the right at, at who others think I am and where I might be irritated at them only to find out, you know, it's my process of growth. I don't have to drive looking to the left and comparing myself Are they're going faster than me or, or slower than me, all the ways that we might feel those points of comparison. Instead, what I do is I drive forward, but I glance at something. What am I going to glance at? Well, before I explain what you glance at, I want you to understand how you relate to problems is shaping your response. It's shaping your dopamine response. It's shaping your mindset. It's shaping how much courage you have. And so the way that the brain processes an experience of problems, and by the way, maybe I should remind you, leadership every day is waking up and solving problems. I mean, that's what the nature of leadership is. Now, as you look at a healthy team, it might be that like, you know, one leader is fulfilling a role of creating the right kind of problems. But at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're moving something forward by tackling a reality that we wish wasn't true. So we're getting inspired. What keeps us at the edge of our abilities inspired to solve problems? It's how we make sense of those problems. It's how we understand those problems. It's how we orient in those problems. I don't want to wake up every day and solve the wrong problems. I don't want to wake up every day and just gut it out and just solve problems. I want to feel the joy and effectiveness of pulling the right levers to solve the problems that I find give me a sense of purpose, or wholeness. So as leaders, we're going to continually to be solving problems. If you could solve every problem right now that you have, guess what? It would create new problems. That's why leadership is about getting to the next horizon. We, we leap over the current problems to get into new problems, and this process is ongoing. But what's going to keep us inspired to solve problems, not just gut it out, and to solve the right kind of problems? Well, first we have to surface the metaphor. We have to surface the metaphor. We have to notice how our mind is making sense of the problem. Very simple way to do that. Take any problem you're facing and just ask yourself, what's this like? It's like a bumpy road. It's like a ball and chain. It's like a whatever shows up for you. That is what the brain is doing to make sense of the problem. And what I want you to realize is that will hold you back until you take the next step. You surface the metaphor, then you supply the meaning. Until you take the next step to supply the meaning that is going to motivate you, you'll be a victim. And you don't want to be a victim. That's not what navigating self-leaders do. You'll be a victim of how your brain is processing that. So what I do is I go, okay, this problem right now is like blank. And that metaphor, whatever it is, is going to be negative. Now, over time, you'll train yourself to, to leap right to the organizing po- positive metaphor. But that, that metaphor is going to be negative. What do you do? Don't be a victim. Instead, supply meaning by shifting the metaphor. Shift the metaphor into something positive. Shift the metaphor into something that calls out your best. You might come across that reading something. You might ca- come across that watching Something. Really powerful here. Go back to what we talked about in a previous Navigate session. Position yourself into your imagination and go in and receive a new metaphor for what that looks, what, what that would look like. It's morphing the metaphor. When you surface the metaphor that's there and you supply your own meaning, you find a way to develop a resilience where you can run through a wall to solve that problem. How is it that some people tackle the right problems, how is it that some people have found some kind of way to future-proof their resilience? It's because they're not wrapping up their identity in their performance, in their roles, in their relationships, in the job title, in how well they are or are not doing, in their net worth or their income. They're learning to find an internal validation and motivation apart from their mission or their community. And when they do that, they they discover An unblocked reservoir. Remember, the big idea in this lesson is unblocked. So what's happened for a lot of leaders is they are like a garden hose. They become kinked up as a problem starts to overwhelm them. And then there's no flow through of who they are into the impact of their mission or the community. And so as that garden hose is kinked up, they are blocked up. You know, we talk about this in books and, and writing and authors. Writers block. Leaders get leader block leader block is a real phenomenon and it's when you can't marshal the energy to tackle the right problems when you can't find the creative pathway through when you stay stuck when you're numbing out when you're putting things off too long when you don't know how to sequence things and go i'm going to light a fire here i'm going to fight this fire and i'm going to start this fire you just get into a mode where you're just fighting fires all the time and you're exhausted when you lead that way you're becoming a victim to the metaphor that's in your mind. You're this kinked garden hose. What we want to do is surface the metaphor that's there and supply it meaning. How? As we shift the metaphor, as we transform it to something positive. And now what happens is the garden hose gets unblocked. We stabilize our leadership with this high quality message that this new metaphor gives us. So we Surface the metaphor, we supply the meaning, and we stabilize with this new message. And we got to grab a hold of that message. We got to burn it deep into us. We've got to find a way to go back to what we talked about with this idea of integration, embodying it into us. And how are we going to do that? Remember, we're in the car. And I said we can't look to the right, we don't look to the left, we look forward. But there's something hanging from our rearview mirror. You remember that years ago when you graduated from high school and you hung the little tassel from your rearview mirror or whatever you put up on that rearview mirror that was your way of expressing your individuality, fuzzy dice, I don't know. It's something that you did to, to put an object up there to represent something that was motivating to you, that felt satisfying to you. That was a part of you expressing who you are. You hung this from the rearview mirror as an object or a symbol. How smart do we think we are? Our nervous systems have not evolved beyond a Paleolithic experience. And what that means is this we need to find ways of building a connection to symbols, to objects. Some have called them talismans, something that wakes us up. And and supplies meaning and stabilizes us with a message. You know, I have a a tattoo here with three marks on it. It's got deep symbology for me. It's a symbol. It's a talisman, if you will. It's what's hanging from the rearview mirror. It's about my connection to my wife. And it's about our three children. Of course, when I got it, they were like, what's that for? They were younger. I was like, well, that's for two of you and our dead pet fish. (laughs) No, it's, it's a symbol. It calls out a way for me to stabilize with the message as I make my own meaning. Look, until you're the kind of leader who can continually work on your worldview and make your own meaning, you'll always be reactive to your problems, stuck in them like a kinked garden hose. And what I want to help you do is unkink the garden hose so that there's a flow-through into your missionary community and you continue to have high impact. And not only is there a flow-through, get this, that the hose stretches out and gets bigger when you're stressed when you're facing greater problems than you've ever faced before it's new stresses and what you'll do over time is you'll stretch into that capacity if you learn how to stay unblocked you'll stretch into that capacity and there will be a greater flow through this is how you get a heart as big as a stadium as a leader so that you can hold space for all the people that you're going to care for how do you stay unblocked you find a way to create a relational emotional connection to some kind of object or talisman, some symbol. I've done this with people for years and years and years. Maybe something for them about golf speaks to them, and so they're going to keep some kind of symbol on their phone or on their keychain or in their pocket. For years, I carried around a symbol on my keychain that meant something to me. I'm constantly looking for ways to take what is insights I'm integrating through the previous six lessons and stay unblocked by taking that into a tangible, real, physical object that keeps me activated, alert, connected to what's happening in the moment. Now, if you can be this kind of leader who puts this kind of intentionality into creating what you need to keep yourself motivated, you will continue to lean into problems as they show up. And that's what we want to do as we stay unblocked.